Welcome to a Bioforum podcast on cell and gene therapy. The process of transferring a product from a developer to a contract development and manufacturing organization and executing a successful validation campaign is a well-established process. However, due to numerous unique aspects required for a cell and gene therapy product manufacturer, there are a variety of unique or different considerations required during a transfer and validation campaign within cell and gene therapy. Therefore, although transferring a product is routine, there is a risk that these cell and gene therapy considerations are overlooked if treated as a normal process. In this podcast, we talk to two of the authors from Bioforum's Cell and Gene Therapy Validation Workstream, who have published an article detailing these unique considerations within a CGT product transfer and validation to gain an insight into the activity leading to the publication and what they see as the benefit of this work. I'm delighted to welcome Senthil Ramaswamy, Senior Director for R&D Cell and Gene Technologies at Lonza, from Iara Cruz, Cell and Gene Therapy Site Manager at Roche Genentech. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Claire, for the invite. Thank you, Claire. I'd like to start by asking you, Senthil, why was the discussion of this topic, the interaction of sponsors and CDMOs during a cell and gene therapy product transfer, a priority for your group? So as a CDMO, it's important for us that we start off with uh, product transfers on the right foot. Cell and gene technologies are um, quite complex in terms of the manufacturing processes and uh, some of the requirements that are involved in uh, making these products. Having the right alignment with uh, our clients ahead of time is important and allows for a seamless transfer. And can I put this question to you, Iara? Yes, for us, uh, we had a, a great mix between sponsors and CDMOs. So it was a, a great moment for us to really be able to interact and provide both sides. How does the sponsor see what are the main roadblocks or what's unique, as well as the CDMO, and then have a discussion together to come up with what could be a good model for us moving forward. And how do you see the sponsor CDMO interaction publication benefiting the cell and gene therapy industry, such as what potential issues could it help to prevent? Yes, when we talk about cell and gene therapy, we are still talking about a very immature industry. Uh, we are all working together to make our process successful so that we can bring a product to the market. The other challenge we have is that we always face like very challenged timelines because several times we will be talking about rare disease with unmet needs out there. So we are looking for more and more accelerated approval timelines. So in order for us to really be able to be efficient, avoid re redoing things and do it right the first time, we thought about having a dedicated, unique process described so that uh, we could bring a product to market faster and really um, avoiding just copying, replicating what has been established in biologics in an industry that has been there for a long time. It can be quite challenging in uh, cell therapy uh, for certain processes to be able to effectively connect uh, the CPPs or critical process parameters to the critical quality attributes uh, that are relevant for the therapy itself. In uh, establishing clearly the roles and responsibilities of how this is defined and at what point does uh, a CDMO need to be involved in order to have a full understanding of um, 
the process parameters and uh, CQAs, and uh, before any uh, specifications are set, uh, we'll make sure that the uh, CDMO is successful in executing the uh, the sponsor's process, uh, and that there are no surprises uh, during the um, the manufacturing. Uh, and this is a, a a nice example of how the publication identifies topics that need discussion ahead of time uh, before process transfer. Who, who do you feel will benefit the most from the creation of this article and the roles and responsibility tables it includes? The groups that would benefit the most would be the groups that are involved in uh, the uh, setting up of the initial uh, contract between the CDMO and the client, because it allows um, the process to be very transparent in terms of unique aspects of, uh, of uh, cell engine technologies. And also the teams that are working on the product transfer as they set up their uh, project plans and uh, execution timelines, defining those roles and responsibilities ahead of time will avoid any confusion when the process, project is actually being executed and uh, will lead to a uh, successful transfer. This is our hope. A lot of the products are coming from either small companies that don't have their own facilities or even well-established companies that uh, have facilities, they might not have dedicated for, for sandwiching therapy. So we really see the CDMO playing a very important role within the sandwiching therapy manufacturing industry. So every time we have to go through this process, we could benefit by having uh, a set of guidance of uh, heads up, like recommendation that could be customized according to the need from each company, from each project. But still, it's kind of, a, sometimes it could be a reminder, oh, maybe I didn't think about this topic, this is relevant, let's bring this to the discussion. Or during the discussions, when you're implementing a new process, into the sponsors are implementing a new process to the CDMO, and they think, how should we proceed in here? Uh, this guidance can provide a little bit of um, what would be our recommendations from the experts already working in this field for a while, and uh, as well as uh, how would, would you set your negotiations? Who should be responsible uh, for each of these activities? And how will you use these roles and responsibility tables within your company? The roles and responsibilities tables are uh, going to be very uh, helpful. Uh, when we start our initial discussions with our CDMO clients, in fact, our plan is that we would make this uh, something that is available for uh, new clients as they initiate the discussions with us so they are aware of the information that's expected from them and uh, of the uh, activities that uh, they would normally be responsible for. And if there are uh, differences, that those can then be addressed ahead of time. For us, when we are going through a transfer, establishing new product, a new product into the, the CDMO, we would really look into that. Uh, we are also starting to adapt more and more our own procedures specifically for sandwiching therapy. So this could be used for um, once for uh, when we are defining our own procedures, we can look into that. So we already know like what are the main unique points to be covered within sandwiching therapy, as well as when we are going to the CDMO for this first meeting with them, negotiating. When we transfer product, who takes responsibility for each of the topics? I think it's also a great table for us to rely to ensure that we are covering uh, all aspects and as well as like um, 
following which direction we think is the best one to, to go. And what benefit have you obtained, Iara, from being part of the Bioforum Cell and Gene Therapy and the sponsored CDMO Interaction subteam specifically? It was really great to be able to have open discussions with others in the industry working uh, with this challenge as well. So also see which, uh, which ch challenges, roadblocks other companies are going through, provide what would be our view on this and hear from the others, from other sponsor companies, CDMOs, what would be their view on this, their position, and then really brainstorm together until we finally come to, to a conclusion. Yeah, that's what makes sense. This has been a great exercise. Uh, the sub-team has had both uh, CDMO participants, such as myself, and uh, of course, uh, participants from companies that would normally be contracting to CDMOs. And uh, having that open discussion, understanding the perspective of the same challenges um, uh, that we both see, but from uh, each uh, other's view has been very useful. Uh, the paper that we have put together is a culmination of uh, really that understanding being translated into uh, actionable uh, roles and responsibilities. And finally, what are the benefits of undertaking this work in collaboration with other companies in Bioforum, both from discussions and in generating the final article? It's absolutely critical that this is uh, the type of work that's done with um, multiple companies because not one company or one view is going to satisfy the requirements of uh, coming up with a uh, comprehensive and useful document. The fact that we did this together as participants from CDMOs and uh, from sponsors was uh, very important in being able to uh, come up with a document that's truly relevant for uh, these types of relationships between uh, sponsors and CDMOs. Can I put this question to you, Iara? We become stronger together. There's not so many products out there still, right? Like when we compare with Biologic. So even within our own companies, we might feel like we are still small groups. And when you look at also in the market, how many products are have really been transferred to CDMOs or are approved, there is not that many. So really having the opportunity to interact with a bigger audience with different people that go through similar challenges, it's always great. So I think working together with a bigger group of experts from different companies really offers us the opportunity to come up with um, better processes and quicker transfers in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Santo. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. It's been a pleasure. And thank you, everybody that worked together to help us come up with this paper.